T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If I recall correctly, when we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the band was one of your favorites, correct? I love the band. Yeah. I love the band. And The Wait is, the wait is probably their most famous song. But the one that, the one that I love uh, is The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. I mean, when Levon Helm sings The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down, I mean, it'll just rip your heart out. Yeah. It's, that's great. And I, I love the band. One of my favorite concerts that I ever saw was the band at the Spectrum. And they were, they were so, so good. I mean, they were great. I mean, if, if folks out there... If you, the band didn't have a long shelf life. They weren't around that long, but their music will live forever. Yeah, tremendous stuff. All right. One of the things that, that I will always remember, Ray, is how much you told me you enjoyed when you and Brian Baldinger would break down, and, and Brian Westbrook would break down film after games. <laughs> and, it's like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and kind of the expertise that you guys shared and saw. And Brian Baldinger joins us now. Brian Ray has always spoken so about how much he appreciated how you broke down tape and kind of spending that time together. I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about it a little bit. Well, uh, good afternoon, Glenn Ray. It's an honor to uh, to be on your farewell show here. I can't believe it. Um, I know you're coming back, Ray. So, um, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll just get right into it. Uh, we we had a show at Comcast, and it was basically an inside look at the Eagles. You're watching the coaches' tape, and I thought the only way to really, really do that show properly was to like literally sit in the film room for three hours every Monday morning. And Ray was right; we met at 6 a.m. Ray was always there by 5:45, never late. Um, complete with, as everybody knows, the yellow notebooks were there, and uh, and we sat and we watched. And this this probably was right at the start of Chip Kelly era. Mm-hmm. around there so it was kind of a new offense and it was a lot to study and and b west was in there with us and we sat there for three hours every monday morning and we just studied the eagles and the good the bad and the ugly and then ray would use his editing skills to figure out what video we wanted and then at you know whatever it was six, seven o'clock at night at comcast we sat and did a half hour show and i gotta tell you I've, done, I've been a part of a lot of different programs. Ray has as well. You have too, Glenn. That, I, I felt like that was the most proud I ever was of a show because we put the work in. We were very truthful and very honest about what we watched and what we saw and the way that we delivered it. And I, I was really, that was really something I thought of all the things I've done, that was right up there with 
It was really good. It was, oh, re- it was, was really good. It was a, really good. As a viewer, it was really good. It was I'll really good. It was, it was, in many ways, it was ahead of its time. And, you know, the stuff that Brian is doing now, I mean, the Baldy breakdowns and the stuff he's doing on NFL Network, that is really good. I mean, I think the stuff that Brian does is the best stuff that's on the network air by far. Um, and we were doing it back then, and we called it under review. Uh, and it was, it was really it was good because we put in the time. And I, and I was working with a really smart guy in Brian and somebody who took real pride and care in his work, uh, as did I. I mean, we were two guys that really cared about what we were doing, and we wanted to be proud of what we were doing, and we were. And it was, it was really good TV. And it's, I get a great kick out of turning on the NFL Network now, Brian, and see, see you still doing the kind of stuff we were doing back then because I think – yeah, I honestly think the fans in this country, pro football fans in this country, um, they want that. You know, they don't want a lot of chatter. They don't necessarily want a whole bunch of hot takes. Maybe a little bit, but not much. I think what they want is they want real information and they want to be educated. And I think there's nobody out there that educates the fans better than you do on a consistent basis. And I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to do it with you way back when. Well, I appreciate that, Ray. And I, I'm with you. I, I feel like wherever I go, that's what fans, they can't get enough of it, Ray. And it's a very complex game. There's a lot of moving parts. You can watch all the games you want on TV. You can't really see what's going on and why a play was successful, wasn't successful. Good technique, bad technique. You have to slow it down the way we did to really study it. And I would say the reason why we loved it, Glenn, and for the viewers or listeners out there right now, is Ray... Part of the reason why Ray is so celebrated is he always put the game in front of everything else that he did. I first met Ray Glenn uh, at NFL Films. I retired in 1995. I ran into Steve Sable at a gym on a Sunday morning and told him I want to be an analyst. But the only way I feel like I could be a good analyst is if I am able to study the coach's tape. And he put me in touch with his his secretary, Kathy Davis, and I started going over there a couple days a week and you know, you, you couldn't walk into the film room without walking by Ray's office. And Ray was there morning, noon, and night working on shows like Football Presents. And one of the shows he was doing in 95 or 96 was Football in America. And he, he really he studied the game in nine different areas of the country. One of them was a prison that played yeah. football. Yeah. One of them was football in Alaska, like seven-man football in Alaska. And Ray, Ray wrote these incredible stories, and he would ask me if I would review his work, you know, once it was put to tape, before they, they had the final edit. And I was like going, this, this is the best stuff I'm seeing on TV, period, on any channel, in any, in any genre. It was what Ray was doing. Yeah, it was terrific. And, uh, you know, we talk about your radio work and your analyst work on TV and your writing, but uh, Baldy makes a great point. The, the stuff you did at NFL Films was special. Baldy, we love talking to you. We look forward to talking to you during the season. Thanks for being part of this. My pleasure, Glenn. Ray, it's, it's a treasure. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Brian. Take, thank, thank you so much. I really enjoyed, really enjoyed working with you, and he taught me a lot. Yeah, He's okay. really, really, really a smart guy. And when we were doing Football America, Thanks, Baldy. that was the first project I actually worked on at NFL Films. That's the project Steve Sable basically hired me to yeah, do. Yeah, that was great. And, um, yeah, and, uh, and I, I, whenever I would cut a piece, I would call Brian in and say, what do you think? Because I really – he loves the game, and he played the game a long time, and I really his, – his opinion was very valuable to me. Another former Eagle wants to wish you the best. John Bunting is with us now. 
Hello, JB. What a surprise. Ray. Hey, Ray. So glad to be with you, buddy. It's always, it's always great to hear your voice, John. How are you doing? We're doing just fine. Got up uh, to Maine about uh, 10 days ago. Freezing my ass off here for a little bit, uh, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to warm up eventually. <laughs> well, it's great to hear. You and, you and Dawn, I know you love that country up there, so, uh, so have a great Memorial Day weekend. It's a good summer place. It really is. Yep. But the, we, we have loved living down in Naples, Florida for the last three years. So like the winters down there. So John, what are you going to do with yourself, how, man? What are you going to yeah. do with yourself? <laughs> I don't know, John. I'm trying to figure that part out. You know, I just, uh, <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, but I, I still have to coach. I still have to figure it out, actually. But I, I uh, it's, it's really nice that you called in because, you know, you were, um, I mean, I still remember you pulling up in that training camp in your little VW. Um, as the as the as the twelfth round draft choice, <laughs> uh, with with your Baltimore Orioles batting helmet on and thinking, who is this guy? Uh, and uh, and you came in and uh, they gave you the bad number ninety five back when nobody wore numbers in the nineties. Uh, but you right. made a, you made a career, and uh, and we became really good friends. And when I look back over all the years I covered this team, uh, I covered a lot of guys and liked a lot of guys and spent time with guys. But um, I, I developed true friendship with just just a few, and you and you were one of them. And uh, I've always appreciated that, John. I always have, and uh, I really, uh, when I look back on my career, I will always enjoy the time that we spent together. Well, I appreciate that. I, I have so much respect for the way you always handled yourself, and it wasn't always easy. That eighty-two strike was a was a bear of a time, brutal. and uh, we persevered, got through it, uh, and you know. Once again, the way that you carried yourself, the way that you talked with people, the way that you reported things, uh, I totally respected and uh, very, very fond of, of our friendship. Well, I was too, and I got to see you. Uh, I got to see win championships with the Eagles. I got to see win championships with the Stars, uh, and um, and I and I, I learned a lot being around you, John. I mean, you were. Uh, you were one of the real leaders on that team, and uh, you talked about the strike years as the player representative. I don't know that anybody could have been in a tougher position than you were, uh, but you held that team together, and uh, um, the respect that you earned both on the field and off the field was something I always admired. And you know, I, I really, I really, truly enjoyed. I enjoyed my whole time covering this team and being around this team for more than half a century. Uh, but there are a few people that really stick out in my mind as really great people that I had the opportunity to meet, and I felt privileged to do it. And you were one of them. So thanks, buddy. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. You going to make your way out to Canton this this August? I wouldn't miss it. I guess I'll be seeing you out there, right? I will be there for a couple reasons. One, our coach, and then also Sam Mills. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Sam Mills was your teammate yeah. with the Stars, of course. Yeah, yeah. I got to play alongside him, a fabulous human being, and I got to coach him for one year, the last year of the USFL, and he was pretty easily coached. He, he knew more than I did. He was a pretty smart guy and a really, right. really tough you Well, he sure was. Well, when I see you out in Canton, I suspect that uh, – you know, just try and keep Louis Giamona under control, okay? Just try and, I mean, this is, this is Dick's weekend. We don't need the family screwing it up. Thank you, John. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. All Enjoy right, be run. well. Thank you for being part of it. Well, Ray, um, you told me 
that your plan when you retire mm -hmm. is to watch your granddaughters play uh, field hockey, mm -hmm. watch, hang out with your grandsons, including going to concerts, as I believe, school concerts, mm -hmm. and sit around and watch games with your kids. Uh, and they're here now, and I, and I wanted to give them both a chance to talk. Kathleen, your daughter, I want to start with you, because we've, we've talked to David many times. It's, you've, are you, uh, how am I going to ask this? You must be looking forward to the opportunity to spend more time with your dad when he's Ray Didinger, the dad, the grandfather, as opposed to Ray Didinger, the media figure. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think the kids are really looking forward to it as well. You know, during football season is challenging. Um, so being able to have more time to spend the time so that they have the opportunity to get to know Dad just as well and, and love him just as much is really going to be special. And, Ray, didn't you say one of them is playing the trumpet? What am I thinking? What am I remembering? Yeah? Emmett is. Emmett's playing the trumpet? Yeah, I, I like to play trumpet. At first, I was just thinking that... Um, Dad wanted me to be a bugler at my scout troop, but I played trumpet and I got really good at it. Good. There, video games. There, there, <laughs> wait, what, what about the video games? Ray, you're not playing video games. Is this part of the plan? I think the plan is that he's going to try and teach me Madden. <laughs> is that right? I'm going to teach you everything I know about playing FPS games. There you go. <laughs> okay. And, and um, Dave, we know Dave. We've talked to Dave a lot. I met your granddaughters at, the, um, at your induction uh, over in Atlantic City a couple months ago. But I know, Ray, that you told me that you're going to become that grandfather watching the field hockey games, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to trying to learn and understand that game because right now it baffles me. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy Haley play. I enjoy watching Haley play. I've certainly enjoyed watching Caitlin play. And, yeah, this year, this fall, uh, when September rolls around, you know, the Eagles are going to do what the Eagles are going to do. I mean, that, that's fine. They, they have to do that. But uh, my interest is going to be at uh, Gwynedd Mercy University and watching Haley play her final year of, uh, of collegiate field hockey. She's going to be co-captain of the team, and I'm really proud of her. And I'm looking forward to going up there and seeing as many games as I can. Haley, do you have any rules for your grandfather when it comes to the games? Um, honestly, just enjoy it because... There are some crazy parents in the stands. Um, also, don't want you to be one of those. Exactly. But, um, honestly, just enjoy it because it is really just a great game to watch. You guys must um, I, I must all be looking forward to being able to get more of his time. Dave, again, he said the thing he looks forward to most is just sitting on a couch being able to watch a game without – with you, with without working, without having to worry about it. Never, never watched an Eagles game with him. The last uh, Joe Sanaliquito, I was talking to him yesterday, and he asked me the same question: What was the last Eagles game you watched with your dad? And I said, I never watched a game with him, never ever. Happened. And I said, uh, he says, Well, what was the last football game you did watch with him? And it came right off the top of my head. I said, It was Super Bowl Thirty. He had filed his last Hall of Fame vote in Phoenix. And then got on a plane that Sunday morning, flew back, and I met him over at his house in East Falls, and we watched the Cowboys and Steelers Super Bowl. And that was the last football game I watched with him. So, David, everybody talks to Ray, and one of the iconic moments that we talk about that I think reached everybody's heart was the end of Super Bowl 52 in the studio. You were there shooting the game. Ray was there broadcasting. And 
that unscripted moment afterward where you came in and you guys exchanged the hug. I've talked to Ray about it many times. I would love your perspective on how that came about and what it meant. Uh, it came about just, you know, Michael Barkhan is the one that, that kind of set all of it up. That was not anything that either of us wanted to happen on camera. You know, he's not like that. I'm not like that. Um, there's a reason why I'm behind cameras and not in front of them. Uh, but I thank Michael Barkhan every time I see him because it was something that was special. That's something that everybody in Philadelphia loved. Everybody in Philadelphia uh, had the same feeling. And that wasn't an analyst and a cameraman. That was a father and a son. And I think that was what the uh, that was the most special part of that day. And as I recall, either you or or Ray evoked your grandfather, right? Tell, oh, tell yeah, me absolutely. about t tell me about how that came to play. Yeah, um, when David came on the set and uh, we hugged, um, I said to him, um, that was for Grandpa, uh, meaning my father, who I, I know uh, uh, had always wanted to uh, see the Eagles win a Super Bowl. And uh, I felt like when the Eagles finally did it that day, it, was, uh, it just seemed so right that David and I were together. And uh, I said that to him. I said that was for Grandpa, and he knew immediately. Uh, he knew immediately what I was talking about, and that was what kind of brought me to tears, as it as it almost does <laughs> right now. That kind of that kind of brought that kind of emotion forward. And um, it's funny. I've gotten so many letters uh, over the last month about since the retirement. Uh, I mean, literally hundreds of them. Most of them from people I don't even know. Um, but I will t I will tell you, half of them, at least half of them have somewhere in the letter mentioned that moment. They, they, they refer to that moment with you and your son as one of the highlights of the whole Super Bowl experience because it touched everybody. Because in every living room in the whole region, people were having exactly those kinds of moments with fathers and grandfathers and fathers and daughters and mothers and daughters. And everybody, that was something that everybody could share in. And David and I were sharing it. The only difference was we were sharing it in a very public way. And I said to David after, after it was all over and I finally could kind of put it in perspective and saw how much it meant to people, I said, you know, Dave, you know, we thought we were putting our arms around each other, but we were really putting our arms around the whole Delaware Valley. And that's still true today. It was, it was a beautiful moment. It was an iconic moment. And, and you're both right. It was... It was everybody with their father and their mom and their grandparents yeah. and so on and how sports is one thing handed down from generation to generation and the love of it and the fact that you two guys shared that and it was so emotional, it was beautiful. Kathleen, you got, it's just such a beautiful family. Um, I just hope uh, and know that you guys will enjoy spending time with this old man. As, I, as I'm losing him and I'm going to miss him dearly, I, you know, we're doing the show tomorrow, and I'm going to get more into this tomorrow, but the six weeks on air I spend and the time prepping and afterward and just walking to our cars is, is so special to me, and I know that you guys are so looking forward to we definitely are. My boys, unscripted time with Ray. Absolutely. The boys are going to actually be starting football for the first time this year, this yeah. fall. So this will be – we'll have uh, you know field hockey here and football here in the, uh, in the Delaware Valley, so we'll be looking forward to – Dad being on the sidelines, probably with a legal pad, maybe taking some notes <laughs> yeah. in practice. You're going to put the line down the middle, Emmett? This is Emmett's pluses and minuses? <laughs> actually, oh, I'm sure you will. Actually, you know what? That would, that would be very valuable. So I think that, uh, I, I think that we, would, we would look forward to seeing that for both Emmett and George. The worst part is, is, it, is it he's going to go to Haley's games. He's going to go to Emmett and George's games. 
And poor Caitlin here is graduating high school next week, and she's moving to Pittsburgh in August to go to college. She's not going to see him. Yeah, you know. So she'll catch up with him at Thanksgiving when she's home. It's Mm -hmm. about a a four-and-a-half-hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. You can make that out there. You can see it. Well, listen, um, I'll just give you – I'll give – David, I'll give you the last word here, just kind of what this means for you and your wife and your kids and Haley and her family uh, to to have Ray retiring after 53 brilliant years. I mean, you you know what he means to the Delaware Valley. Oh, he's – you best. carry the name Didinger. People have been telling it to you your whole career. Well, no, 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 no. He, he's, I don't carry anything. He's, this is this is the guy that does everything. But uh, no, it's 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 going to be hard to imagine. I, I remember when he told us uh, that he was thinking about doing it, and I said, "Well, what do you mean?" I, I tried to talk him out of it. I said, well, "Really, you can't retire. You can't." I said, "What am I going to listen to on the weekends?" <laughs> and he says, "I don't know what you're going to listen to, but it ain't going to be me." <laughs> and uh, but. To, to see the text messages, the emails, the people stopping me at the stadiums, telling me, uh, you know, what what this guy's meant to to the city, to the region, to Philadelphia sports, to listening to the people that are calling in, the coaches, the ex-players, people that showed up here, and it's just unbelievable. I mean, I wish in when I'm 75, people care this much that I retire. <laughs> yeah, nice, very nicely said. Um, I'm going to miss him. You guys are going to, going to enjoy all the time. Um, to your kids, to your grandkids, I wish all the best. Ray, you got anything to say? No, I mean, this is a big part of it. I mean, it's a big part of the decision uh, that I made. Um, it's not, it is not easy. It really isn't easy, even though I feel, and I've said this to you, even though I feel it's the right decision, it was by no means an easy decision. Because um, I, I love what I've done. I, I've loved the last 53 years. I feel blessed because I think this is what I was meant to do. But I think it's time, uh, and, um, uh, and one of the factors that entered into it was I just, I just feel like I, I want to spend more time with my family. I, I really want to spend more time with the kids. Uh, I want to learn. I want Emmett and George to teach me how to play Madden. I, I want to... I, I yeah, I'm thinking I, that's not going to work out. I, that's I, 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 know how it's, I know it's not going to work out, but I still want to try, and I, wa- I want to go see Haley. I want to go see her play. I want to try and learn something about field hockey. I want to travel with my wife. I want to travel somewhere where I'm not just going to a football stadium. I mean, Lambeau Field is wonderful, Arrowhead's wonderful, but there are other places in the world that I have to go. So there's so much out there that I want to do and explore, but most of it is my family, and that had a lot to do with the decision that I made. So um, even though I know I'm going to miss doing this job and I'm going to miss being with you a a lot, um, I'm really looking forward to this next phase of my life and spending time with these guys because they're real important to me. All right, very nice. we got one more segment to go. I see one more special guest in the house. A little bit of a presentation for you. Ray Dinger and Glenn Mack now. We are here on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.